Welcome back to Dudes Behind the Foods. I'm Tim Chantharangsu. And I'm David So. Hey, so uh, for those of you who have noticed, we have a new theme song. Uh, for those of y'all who miss the old song that used to play before the podcast started, that's David singing on a cover of Summer Walker's Girls Need Love. And we did a cover called Boys Need Love, and I rapped on it. And so many people haven't heard that. And so many people don't know that you sing. Because every time I post a little something with you singing, the people are like, since when can David sing? And I'm like, you guys are fake, bro. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something that actually got under my skin a little bit. So uh, recently when I do like these little ad breaks, I would just, I've been karaoke every now and then when I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of keep up, you know, warm up the vocals because I don't sing as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to. Let me just put this karaoke that I'm singing along to, and I'm just going to record it real quick. Mm-hmm. So I put one up on Instagram, and people genuinely didn't know that I sang. Mm. It was actually the first profession that I wanted to get into before comedy and anything else. I wanted to be a musician really bad. One of the things that got under my fucking skin is I got, I could sh- bring it up, like 20 plus messages of like, mm. don't steal other people's music without crediting them. You're doing voiceovers. They thought I was lip syncing. What? And they're like, who's the artist that's actually singing? Don't take credit for it. I'm like, that's my voice. Are they dumb? Yeah, I'm like, that's, you can even hear the bits that are off key. Like, I, because I didn't melodyne it or anything. I'm like, that's my fucking voice. So not only are y'all fake, y'all are dumb. (laughs) Like, you know, but the thing is, is like, it's my voice. Like, I don't know what you, why are you attacking me, dude? That's so sad. And I thought it was gonna be like one or two comments, but I guess, you know, I don't know if people are particular about people stealing others' contents, but it's like, I've been doing this for a very long time. Don't be so mean. I mean, I, I, I'm I surprised that someone would follow you and not know that you sing. Well, that's not true because I guess we're getting new followers every day. Every day, yeah. There are people that follow me that don't know. Like, I'll post some rap shit and they're like, oh shit, you actually have bars. I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. I'm really good at it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm amazing. I just uh, haven't right? done it in a long time. Yeah. Like, relax. Right. I just, I just don't even try. All right? <laughs> I, like, I get it. But the funny thing is, is like years ago, I never really got into to singing that much because number one, I didn't know that I could sing. Okay. Right until somebody told me I could. Because mm. before I'm just humming shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like humming things or whatever. But I was camping with my cousin, mm. and then we were just like chilling in the tent or whatever because it was like the kids over here and the adults over there. And I just started humming something. He was like, "Oh, you can kind of sing." I was like, "Me? I can sing?" Mm-hmm. But you don't notice these things. And then he had like a little recorder, some mm-hmm. shit, and he recorded my voice. And I still didn't think I could sing that well, mm-hmm. just because the people that I model my voice after they're substantially better. Mm. But then you start to kind of like, "Oh, wait, I." can kind of hold a tune that's what it is right because i'm i guarantee while you were humming without even knowing it you hit somebody's run or you hummed like a little like vibrato or something and someone was like oh that's not regular ass humming Mm. this is humming with some soul (laughs) this is some soul humming because that's the same shit like okay so singing is the one thing that if someone wants me to do it for real 
I get a little, I get weird. Oh, same here. Like, I get super weird. It feels, <laughs> it feels, uh, my, I can feel my skin crawl. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just, I like, you can do it in the privacy of your house, but when someone's like, hey, come sing for me, it's a little, eh. like, I, I'm not like a great singer, but I also, I, you know, I've been told I can carry a tune. Oh, for sure. So, thanks, David. Um, <laughs> but like, it's the one thing where, it, when, like, I'll be humming, same shit, and as soon as someone's like, oh, you can sing, I'm like, mm! <laughs> you'll, you'll never hear it again. <laughs> Why'd you say it out loud? <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah, man, it just it makes it makes me nervous. Um, it was it was one of those things too. I think like obviously when you're younger, you know you like attention. Like mm. you want when I when I figured out that I could like kind of sing, it, it was weird because there was like a good portion of people, and this is this is like early 2000s you know when somebody you would do anything artistic and people would make fun of you mm. you know so i was scared to openly do this stuff because i was uh, afraid of judgment mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like a soft ass little r&b ass boy <laughs> like i remember we were in the bus and this is like the you know public school system we're in the bus and brian mcknight comes on and then people are making fun of this brian mcknight song. are you serious yeah they're like like look at the you know they're kind of making jokes about it like it's just a sappy r&b song yeah, yeah, yeah. but in my mind i'm like that's my favorite song. Yeah, like, right. I love this song, yeah. you know? But so you kind of hold back on these things because you're scared of what other people say. High school's weird. It's weird, man. High school's weird because, you know, I remember one time Eric, Super Ego, when we first started really hanging out in high school, like, you know, first time getting our like driver's licenses and shit, like he picked me up for something. And uh, what did he say? I think he, I got in the car and it might have been like a Michael Jackson song on or something. And he was like, oh, yeah, oh, Michael Jackson's on, uh, has this on the radio. And I was like, I love Michael Jackson. He was like, dude, me too. <laughs> he was like, oh my God, yes, me too, thank God. I thought you were to call me a hoto, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, like, Eric, I mean, he grew up around a lot of cholos, and, you know, Paramount, you know, it's very, like, you know, uh, they'll make fun of you for some shit, you know what I'm saying? And I think he just was nervous to really let that be known, because we were first, you know, kicking it, and once I opened that door for him, he was like, yes! Those (laughs) moments feel really fucking good, though, (laughs) because I stopped caring around my junior high, senior year, so or junior year, senior year. I was Mm -hmm. like, ah. Fuck it, I'm about to leave the school anyways. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck cares? So junior, I joined choir. Uh-huh. And the senior, I joined choir. And it was one of the, my favorite classes I ever took because mm-hmm. I got to do something that I really enjoyed. And then I saw this other dude. His name was Junior. Mm-hmm. This fool was a fucking blood. And he was in choir. And I'm oh. like, hey, if he's in choir, I'll be in choir. <laughs> and that fool was tone deaf. <laughs> but no one told him that. Hey, nobody did. <laughs> Let me tell you something so funny. You say that shit, too. There was, we were going to do uh, an Anthony Hamilton song, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Alexander Anthony Hamilton, 1776. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he comes in, and then he wants to do the solo, mm. but he is tone deaf. He actually cannot sing, even if he tried, because he can't. He doesn't understand. He can't hear pitches and tones. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Not a single person protested. <laughs> we were like, "That's you, bro. All you, all day. The worst." Hey, blood. Let me get that part right there, bro. <laughs> this little he was so into it. I hope he's not watching this podcast. <laughs> like grabbing the mic fucking going at it all off key and you could tell our our choir teacher mrs dake she was just kind of like yeah they're scared of him yeah (laughs) they're gonna just let him do whatever i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be the one to say that i mean how do you even let me ask you this 
If you have a good friend that wants to sing but can't sing, do you tell them? No, depending on the uh, application, right? Mm. So one of my really close friends, he's also completely tone deaf, and I didn't realize this until we went on a road trip. Mm. And then a little music came on, he starts singing, and I wanted to fucking die. <laughs> I had to listen to that shit for a solid hour. <laughs> but he's enjoying himself. Yeah. And he's not performing it out to anybody right. else. So I'm like, you know what? We're just going to like just enjoy the music. Right. Whatever. Hard for me. Yeah. But if he's having fun, I'm fine. If he wants to pursue a career, <laughs> I'm gonna have to sit him down and, you know, have a conversation with him. Ah <sighs> man, I actually okay, so speaking of Eric, I feel bad one time because so Eric Eric can I Eric's an, Eric can also carry a tune. Nice. Right. And but I remember one time Eric it was a John Legend song and he would he was he would hit like this weird run that we all thought was really funny. <laughs> and, and so, but like Eric can sing, mm-hmm. but there was one song, it, it was like uh, Green Light by, by John Legend and, uh, you know, give me the green light, right? I love that so song. So Eric hit some, some weird run and then like, I think afterwards, like in the, after the car ride, we all kind of like laughed about it. And then so the next time we were in the car, yeah, that song came on again and we all like laughed when Eric did something, like, we, we made a comment, right? And then... I didn't find out until like recently, like past couple years, Eric was like, yeah, that one time I was singing, like you guys made a couple jokes, so like I don't really sing around you guys anymore. And we were like, oh, <laughs> Eric. You guys are assholes, dude. We were like, no, we were like, no, dude, it wasn't because of your singing, it's because you made that stupid run. It was that one part that we laughed at, not your singing. And I not, felt so bad. There's not much runs in that song though, so what runs he did you He added do? one. Oh, Eric. And that that we all just found hilarious. That song specifically, if you do too much, it's not really made for it. Yeah. So it's it's a very straightforward song. Yeah. You know? So whatever he did, we just we found humorous, and but we had no idea it kind of like traumatized him from singing around us. Because that song too is also he's almost kind of rappy in it. He's not really singing. Yeah. Because well, I no, see you move. A... I'm checking your style. Yeah. It's not like he's really belting. Or there's no room for that. I forgot what Eric did, but it was we just thought it was funny, and so it. It, I guess, <laughs> it had to be at the chorus. That's the only way he'd be able to do it. Yeah. Give me the green light. I think he did, uh, I think, I think during the, I'm ready to go right now, he did a, now, nah, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Dog, you hurt him so bad. I know, we felt so bad about it. Like, it was literally like the past couple years. Like, recently he was like, yeah, remember that one time? So I just, I don't sing around you guys anymore. I'm like, no. I'm sorry. This is what went home. He wrote in his journal. He goes, I don't have friends anymore. <laughs> he threw his fucking, all his singing books in the trash can. First you had me do the roast. And now, <laughs> and now this. Speaking of people that can't sing, um, one time, bro, and let me tell you, like, people that sing um, and girls that can sing, um, let me just tell you the story before I, before I say what I was going to say. Um, this one time, it was after a show. And it was after a show, and a couple of the rappers were at a, a burger place. And uh, the people from the show were just there. And one guy's just on the table, like, making a beat, beatboxing or whatever. Of course. Right? Someone else, of course, were freestyling at the table, just having fun. And one dude's freestyling, other people are rapping. We're just, like, hyping each other up, laughing. And then there's this one girl there who really thought she could sing. She could not. But, which is... I already know what this girl's going to do. So and it's already getting under my skin. While, <laughs> while the homies beatboxing and we're rapping, she starts doing it. So, so the, imagine the beat's just like, a, you know, while someone's rapping. And she's going, la, 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 la,
dude, <gasps> we do not need this like backtrack backup vocals on this beatbox. Can you calm down? Yo, there was this <laughs> random period, I kid you not, where people started doing something called freestyle R&B, which is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because there's ad libs, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you'll see, like if you if you ever go to a, sh- a church and you you know people who are singing like gospel music, mm. there's ad libs where they're doing runs in between. Mm-hmm. But you're not freestyle making up lyrics on the spot. But there <laughs> yeah. was a point. I'm not sure people remember this. People were trying to do freestyle R and B battles, and it was the corniest thing. Are you serious? It would make my skin crawl. <laughs> you just a hater. <laughs> la 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 la. And s- similar story, same situation where it was during a music video shoot. Andrew Andrew had his guitar, so he's strumming away, singing a song. Right? Maybe a couple of us are freestyling as well. There was another girl there, who was there not as a musician, who was there as like background to be, you know, be as part of the atmosphere. She starts doing this. Um, like let's say, like pretend my chest is her thighs. She starts like while Andrew's playing guitar, she's like doing. Playing little drums, right? For our little jam session. Which that's that's great. Yeah, it's cool. Cool, yeah. that's great. But then she's like, after after Andrew plays a, a handful of songs, she's like, oh man. She's my hand, my hands are my hands are getting uh, tired from all that clapping. I'm like, bitch, no one asked you to play drums on your thighs. Like she's what? bleeding. <laughs> My like th- why? Why do you feel like you're a, a part of the band right now? It's so weird. I just pictured her inner thighs are all bloody. She's <laughs> like, I don't think I can do this anymore, guys. <laughs> Nobody asked. Stop. You're in pain. Uh, you don't have to do this. That's so fucking funny. She hands us her business card. It's professional <laughs> thigh slapper <laughs> percussion. And then you just see a blood mark on it. <laughs> her business card. Here, take it. I lost a lot of blood. Please. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I, I definitely, you know, I have a couple friends that like can't sing and it's it always kind of pains me. It's like, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? Especially when they're pursuing it as their passion. That That's the whole, I mean, you know what happened too is that I got a f- couple of funny stories about this actually. <laughs> There was a guy that I knew uh, from Sacramento, and uh, when I moved to L.A., he wanted to move to L.A. too, and he did, and mm. he he had like a somewhat soft musical run, didn't really follow up after that because of who he's connected to that kind of pushed him there, Okay, but he was going to drop out of school to pursue music, and he came over to my apartment to ask me for some advice, mm. and at this time, he wanted to be a producer slash musician, R&B singer. He is terrible, mm. and I just... I started imagining myself in his position and giving up everything that I care about and own for doing a career that I won't be successful in. Mm. And he gave me the CD and he was like, hey, these are the beats that I presume. What do you think about it? And I listened to this shit and I just remember I couldn't hold back. I was like, bro, this is the worst shit I've ever heard in my oh, life. No. I was like, you're going to drop out to do this. Mm-hmm. I was like, you, he was like, you do know you're kind of tone deaf. <laughs> and he just sat there quiet. Oh no. And I thought he kind of knew that he was, you know, he couldn't really understand tones. He thought he was amazing. Mm. And so, lo and behold, I found out through some mutual friends that he did pursue music, right? And a part of his motivation was to spite me, mm. to say that he, I don't know shit about fucking music. I was yeah. like, well, hold on, bro. You came to my house yeah. and you asked me for advice. Right. Right. And I was like, what am I going to do? Just send you off. And, you know, and so he did something and he got connected with the right people. I think he had like a single that hit like a few hundred thousand. Oh. And then the dude messages me and he goes, 
thought you said I wasn't going to make it. And I didn't even know who this guy was because it's been so many years. Oh, my God. And then I was like, what the fuck? Who, who is this? And I remembered. I was like, oh, because he changed his look and everything because yeah, yeah, yeah. he wants to be a musician or whatever. Yeah. That one single hit, he had Melodyne, Autotune. It fixed all of those issues. Mm. He did a second song. Nobody listened to it mm. because the reason why I did well is because of somebody he got connected to. Mm. But he hasn't messaged me back since after he just came and just was like, what now, bitch? I'm like, all right, bro. Like you asked me for advice. What did you want? I would want the same person to, I would want somebody to do that same thing for me. Right. I mean, instead of having a bunch of yes men around you. Because he was going to drop out. Well, guess what? I have a song with him coming out soon. Well, guess what? It's not going to do very well at all. <laughs> Damn. Well, we're going to listen to his beats right now after this break. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. Yes, but he was obviously clearly upset at what I told him. But once again, like I said, I would want somebody to do the same thing for me. Mm-hmm. And by the way, he finished up school. And guess what? His music career, hey, you're feeling, you're listening to, your shit didn't pop off. <laughs> and guess what? Now you have a dope job and a dope career. He's going to quit a job now because of this comment. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, oh, this motherfucking name is still talking? <laughs> Just watch this. He goes to his boss, I got something to prove. <laughs> Like, don't do this, man. <laughs> just, just don't do this. He gets his first gram and he's like, first of all, I want to thank David So for telling me that I wasn't shit because I proved him wrong because I knew he actually loved my music and had faith in me and that was the motivation I needed. I always do that. I reverse psychology somebody. I'm like, if you don't want fucking want it, then don't go for it, dude. You suck, you idiot. And do he you- went, his name is Pharrell. <laughs> Do you uh, ever practice, because I do, this is what I'm, I'm asking you this only so I can answer it. Um, (laughs) uh, Do you ever practice award acceptance speeches? No, you fucking psychopath. What are you talking about? I've literally been doing that ever since I was a little kid. Really? Yes. Like, well, hold on. You have to. You have to give one right now. I need to hear this. Okay, I'm gonna present to you a fucking award, and you're gonna give your speech. I need to hear this shit. Like I said, this guy's fucking weird. <laughs> Here we go. So, for the winner of best uh, supporting actor for the film, Thai guy smiles. <laughs> Tim Tatarangsu, everybody. Okay. So this is gonna be funny because literally. This is literally my opening line, okay? This is legit. I swear to God, this is my opening line that I always practice. But you need to start from you hearing your name and then walking up. <laughs> okay, I, okay. I, you have to practice the reaction okay, too. Okay, okay, okay. Tim Tataransu. <laughs> Pharrell. Give me a kiss, Pharrell. And then, and then, okay, this is the first line. Now right? you're at the mic. All right. I've been practicing this speech since I was a little kid. 
That is the opener. Talk. You're fucking stupid, dude. I fucking hate you. I'm not doing this podcast anymore. What you mean? You practice your acceptance speech? Fuck you. Well, I have to be ready. You gotta visualize this shit, dog. I just picture Gia. She's just walking into you in the bathroom. You're butt naked. I have been practicing <laughs> this to a fucking brush. No, I ever since I was a little kid, I would imagine, and it'd be like, and it was like, it was always like, all right, is it gonna be an Emmy or is it gonna be a, a, an Emmy? Um, like, what's it gonna be? You know what I'm saying? In my head, I'm like, all right, I gotta be ready. Like, I'm a, uh, you know, of course, um, <laughs> gotta thank my like my parents for being so supportive of me. Gotta say some shit about representing Asians. Um, mm-hmm. Something like, man, who would have thought that little goofy Asian kid in drama class? <laughs> and here's another reason. Here's another reason why I practice is because when Jamie Foxx won his Academy Award, um, it was such a good speech, and I'm gonna remind you of it because it was it was dope. But it was also I could tell that he had also been practicing because mm. I was I was watching. I was like, there's no way this what he's saying is off the top because it was so good, right? So when he won his award for Ray. For uh, for best actor. Oh, that's right. Very good. He was like, his grandma had passed away, right? And he's like, I want to thank my first acting coach, who was my grandma, who when when I was being disruptive in church, she would grab me and say, "Act like you've been somewhere before." And when I was, you know, when she would take me somewhere to eat and I was being loud or whatever, whatever, she'd be like, "Boy." act like you got some class. And it was like this whole thing, right? And, I, and then he started tearing up, talking about his grandma. I'm like, this is fucking fire. I need to be ready for my shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, now you have to wait for somebody to die before you <laughs> accept your award. I can't accept this Oscar this year because my parents have survived. <laughs> so, I'll just be like, I never knew my grandparents, but this, but if they were here... <laughs> They would have told me. Do you think you'd cry? I don't know. You know, because I'm not a big emotional crier, to be Mm -hmm. honest. Um, I cry more, I feel, watching people be emotional than for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I don't cry when I'm sad. Uh, I don't remember the last time I cried from, like, getting my feelings hurt. Mm. Um, I didn't cry when Veda was born. You know? Oh, for real? I thought I was going to. Like Bart, I Bart cried when uh his son was born. I really thought I was gonna cry because like a lot of people will say that. My dad cried when I was born. Like a lot of men will say, Yeah, you cry when you when you when your first child is born. But for me and Chia, it was more like, um, we were still processing for like a week. Like it was almost like Like what the hell? What, what this person just came out like, of you? Like this is crazy. Because <clears throat> the whole experience, the whole like just watching the childbirth and all of it is it's, it's a fucking trip. So like when the baby was there, I was like, I was more like, what the fuck? Than like emotional. You know what I'm saying? Now watching uh like videos or like seeing old pictures of Veda when she was so tiny, yeah, I get a little emotional. Mm-hmm. But that day, that week, I was like this still hasn't really hit me yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So would I w- would I cry when I win my first like award? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> oh, I, I, I was looking at the, the speaker. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I feel like uh, when I was growing up, I never got any rewards because I was really dumb. <laughs> so I, I never really got shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I remember, so funny enough, just to wrap it back to the singing thing, I loved choir. Mm-hmm. And I was probably one of the few guys that could actually fucking hold a note. Mm. Um, and... 
there was one oh this girl was so fucking mad at me because <laughs> she was the best singer mm-hmm. like in in our choir she she had the whole whitney houston jaw thing going on mm. with the vibrato everything killed it smashed it everything but in quite i guess they you get a plaque at the end of the year for somebody you know for great for somebody in music whether it's like in band or whatever they get this one thing and guess who got it i did mm. and i was shocked right and the reason why i i asked mistake i was like you know there's people who are way better singers than why did i get this she goes it's because she goes you're the you're the only one that comes to class actually caring about the music. so people here either do it to self-glorify but they never work on, mm. on what they're doing but i genuinely wanted to learn how to sing mm. so you know i i never missed anything you and took it seriously i took it very seriously so that's why she gave me the she award. was there just because she could sing yeah and she wanted to show people she could sing mm-hmm. mm. and i think that was the biggest she was mad at me <laughs> she was like this i've been in choir for four years blah 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 and she I'm was like, like r&b battle right now and I'm, <laughs> she was hella good though wow yeah yeah i um damn i was so pissed like um so my senior year i really wanted the lead in the musical um and i knew i could kind of carry a tune but like i'm a way better singer now than i was like in high school like in high school i, I kind of wasn't i knew i could kind of sing but i wasn't really like into it like that right I, I was like i knew i was the funny guy in drama i wasn't really like the singer though you know what i'm saying and uh we're doing little shop of horrors and you ever seen that no oh you gotta watch that i'm not a big theater guy no but it's a movie too oh it's a it's a musical i think it's actually a, a movie first you're the person who got me the musicals oh yeah yeah you that's are right. so that's only recent oh well fun uh little shop of horrors it's about a guy that planned that it's about a nerdy dude that finds a giant, um, or he finds an alien plant that ends up being a carnivore that wants to eat people. Okay, mm. and it's um, it's like super like doo-wop, um, dope songs in there. A lot of like ballads. If you've watched Family Guy, uh, Seth MacFarlane um, references Little Shop of Horrors a lot. Mm. So like, I feel like you'll watch Little Shop and then you watch Family Guy and you'll be like, oh, this is what this is from. Mm. But anyways, so I was going for the lead, which is Seymour, and I auditioned for it and. But, and this is kind of true too, like, they said I was too cool to play the part because this guy was supposed to be like nerdy and shit, you mm-hmm. know, and this is like high school. I was very like, you know, I was still like kind of, I don't, I don't think I knew how to tone my coolness down, you know what I'm saying? But I thought I could do it. It's like, Tim, you wear velour suits <laughs> and clearly this is not your character. Yeah. So I didn't get it. And I ended up playing his dad, Mr. Mushnick, uh, which was fine. But, like, I look back now, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have got that part. God damn it. It went to stupid Byron. Let's jump his ass. <laughs> well, you know the thing about music, too? And I think <clears throat> a lot of people ask about, like, singing and vocal tips, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not an amazing singer, but I do know how to use what I have, mm-hmm. right? Because there's people, I have a, I'm not, I'm not a true tenor. I'm not anything. I'm, like, smack dab in the middle. So belting is really hard for me. Mm. So we have to do something called where you kind of mix your falsetto and you mix your chest voice at the same time to hit certain notes. Mm-hmm. You lose a little bit of strength, but you have better control. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, when I, if, if, especially if you're a young singer and you want to record, recording music and performing music are two different fucking things. Mm-hmm. It's substantially different. Everything that you record on a mic when you sing, you could tell when you're off key even by the slightest. Right. And so a lot of people don't know. They don't know how to sing correctly Mm. Uh, whether it's breath control whether it's emotion feelings or whatever and a lot of people when they sing yeah you can probably sing on key 
right? But then the feel and the vibe is off. The same thing with rapping, right? Mm -hmm. You could probably say the words, but why does it sound so bad when you do it versus when somebody else does it? Mm -hmm. It's because you don't understand the feeling of the vibe from it, right? So like if I could give somebody an example, it'll be like, what's the, what's the song? That we probably know a um, song like a singy song or a rappy song. Um, like a like a singy song. Fucking um, I don't know. I'm, I can't. I don't know. Song. Ordinary people. John Legend. Okay, so oh, so how does that go again? Go. Take it slow. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> girl, I'm in love with you. Mm -hmm. You could do that part, right? I could still sing that same. No, girl, I'm in love with you. But right. they're both in key. Mm -hmm. But the the vibe and the feel is different. Mm -hmm. A lot of people sing like how they fucking fuck. They just they smash super mm -hmm. hard. Well, I think like when you write music or when you sing music, the important part is to kind of feel out how it's going. Mm -hmm. and that's why maybe you probably laughed at Eric at that <laughs> time is because that run was so out of place. Yeah. It didn't fit into the vibe of what was going on. And I mean, same as rapping, you know, mm -hmm. um, I people will tell me early on, they would be like, yo, your lyrics are there, but your delivery's off. Like mm. your voice isn't right. Your delivery, you're not delivering the shit right. And I used to be like, mm, y'all just hating, right? But I look back now, I listen to my old shit. I'm like, ah, oh, they were right. My delivery was bad, you know? Like now in terms of like, like you said, like just breath control, how I enunciate certain words, it's 10 times better than how I was when I first started, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of lyrical rappers too, they kind of run into that problem of, you're trying so hard to be clever, you're not making music. Right. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, that's clever, but then this is not very fun to listen to. Like, I don't, there's no hook. Yeah. Like, the verse is strong, I guess, but mm -hmm. then it's a verse for three minutes. So, I like a lot of battle rappers can't make good music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, because they're so lyrical and they're dope on that stage when they're battling, but then, like, you know, you don't, or like a lot of like, um, super lyrical guys it's like all right guys i mean i'm this is dope if it's like a spoken word yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah, i'm not yeah, trying yeah. to i'm not trying to hear this right now on this beat you know what i'm saying have you watched the uh the have you been watching the kanye west doc series i'm, I'm halfway through it it's interesting huh yeah it's you know what's so weird about that is that he has literally been chronicling his whole life Isn't that crazy? before he was famous because he was so prophetic in the sense that he already imagined where he was going to be. Almost like somebody practicing their award <laughs> acceptance speech. Hold on a second. Huh. Unless I'm there, the cameraman recording it. <laughs> I don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> wow, it's funny that you say that, David. So Hey, let me tell you something. You win something out of this, dude, I, I swear to God, I, I will shut my fucking mouth. That'd be crazy. It's like, well, your beginning of Oscar speech is this. I had a podcast with a former friend of mine, <laughs> and he laughed. And my whole reason for taking this part in this movie was to spite him. All right, John, we'll be right back. <laughs> So you like musicals now because mm -hmm. of me? Because of uh, Hamilton. Ah, yes. And Hamilton, I've probably, well, live only watched once with you, but I watched it multiple times mm -hmm. uh, on Hulu. Was it Hulu? Yeah, Hulu. No, Disney Plus. Disney Plus, whatever. Okay? <laughs> but it is the shit. Yeah, bro. I love Hamilton. I can watch it over and over and over again. Um, can you get into like more traditional musicals, though, like the not rappy ones? I probably could. Did you, did you watch La La Land? I did watch La La Land. Did you like it? I enjoyed it. Good. I thought it was good, but it didn't get me into musicals and shit, though. Um, Hamilton did. Hamilton was my break-in. Have you seen The Greatest Showman? No. That's my shit. Really? I work out to that Sing shit. Sing a song right now. Okay, 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 okay. Um, 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 
Um, this is me. Oh, 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 oh. when the sun is I am brave. I am. This is where I wanna be. This is me. That's my shit, dog. That's you good. got it, dude. You got the part. That's it. You're fucking good. Uh, accepting the award for best greatest showman cover on a podcast. Favorite Hamilton song. Go. Favorite Hamilton song is I want to be in the room where it happened, the room where it happened, really? the room where it happens. That's my shit. That's your favorite song? Out off top, if you ask me like that. <sighs> That's shocking. I just like that song. What'd you th- oh, and you know what? And now, Dear Theodosia, what to... I'll put that shit on. Oh, dog, funny story. Okay, so speaking of the week my little baby Veda was delivered into this world, to this cruel, cruel world, um, we had her in the car seat, first time ever, driving back from the hospital, and I put on, and like, um, and we're, we're, and to be funny at first, I put on fucking Dear Theodosia, I put that on, and she was like, God, she starts bawling in the back seat, right? Now I'm getting emotional. I'm like, oh shit, yes. And then I'm like, okay, how about this? And then I put on just the two of us, <laughs> 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 fucking Will Smith. So she was like, oh my god, I'm putting on all these fucking sappy, like, my, I love my child songs, you know? And how about this? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and how about this? My neck. My, my back, <laughs> my pussy, yeah, my crack. She goes that too. But yeah, uh, that that was uh, yeah, that one definitely hits differently now, you know, because I think of Veda when I sing it. That I definitely cried when I when I was watching the musical, and I was kind of thrown aback. Mm-hmm. Oh my, oh my god, I'm actually fucking tearing up right now. You know now. what line fucking hits me in in Dear Theodosia that I mean, like, and it and it doesn't even I can't even relate because I, I my parents are still together. When he goes, um. Uh, my father wasn't around, and then he, he comes in, and then they both go. My father wasn't around. I'm like, and then they go. I promise I'll be around. I'm like, oh my god, that shit gets me emotional. I'm like, I knew my dad, <laughs> <laughs> but this is hitting me. <laughs> that it's, I I liked everything about Hamilton. I don't know about the historical accuracy or whatever. I just take it for <laughs> entertainment purposes. Yeah, but just everything about it's so fucking enjoyable. It's fucking entertaining. The hilarious when um. What's it called? You say the price of my oh, love, oh, not the yes. price that you're the, the, willing to pay. The king, and that motherfucker can sing too. Dude, that shit. You cry. That <laughs> threw me off so bad. Yeah. I, I was, I teared up from laughing. Yeah, it was so fucking funny. So good. Oh, my favorite. That's my favorite song. I'm glad I was able to. Oh, from the king. Yes. Because <laughs> he's just so good. He's actually a really, really good singer too. I mean, I'm glad I was able to. I, I don't even remember. So I took you when we were in New York, and I don't even remember if I had if I got Valentine's it for free. Day. It was Valentine's Day. <laughs> we went on Valentine's Day. We were away from our ladies. Yes, because we were filming uh, Send Foods. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. And I don't remember if I had a hookup on those tickets, or I was just like, David, I really want you to see Hamilton. I'm gonna buy us tickets to go see Hamilton. So what happened was that you didn't have a hookup for free tickets, but you had a hookup to get them. And mm. then, yeah, and then we were just like, "Fuck it, let's pay." And we got really good seats. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. And, and I and you paid me for your ticket. Yeah, yeah. and it was fucking worth it, especially because we watched it in New York. Yeah, bro, that's the real experience. I wish I could have seen the original cast. So we watched it in New York. I've also seen it in Chicago, which was a fucking solid cast, and I've seen it in L.A. Um, Damn, you watched it hell of times. I've seen it four times. <laughs> so the first time I ever went, I had two free tickets from SeatGeek. 
And um, I was in New York, and I actually took Shannon Boudram because mm. we were both in New York for a um, a panel for something. So I was like, hey, Boudram, you want to come watch Hamilton with me? She's like, of course. So we watched the shit, and Boudram didn't like it at first. Unfollowing her immediately. <laughs> I don't know how she feels about it now. Congrats on her second pregnancy, by the way. Nope, there's no congrats. No congrats. <laughs> You're raising that child into uh, a Hamiltonless life, uneducated, uncouth life. But uh, <laughs> just kidding. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Um, and we went, and and this was the kind of the same thing. Uh, like Chia loves it too, but she also had problems connecting with it because she knew of none of the history. Oh, because it's American history. Because they're right. Canadian, they didn't really learn about that shit. So Budrum was completely lost, and me even learning about this shit growing up was still kind of unsure about exactly what was going on in terms of all like the the historical shit. You know, I feel like you don't need to know the historical shit because it's it's more about the personal relationships and kind of like what he had and what he went through yeah. yeah I mean but you know Budrum she's so damn analytical about everything you know what I'm saying so she mm. was like oh I don't know I can't really get into it I'm like ugh so then <sighs> I, I went another time with my Canadians dude motherfucking Canadians I'm sorry there wasn't a maple leaf in there yeah sorry there wasn't a guy named Timothy Horton the founder of <laughs> Donuts and Coffee uh, <laughs> sorry it wasn't that story Jesus <laughs> um, and then I went with uh, I took my, my boys out here for another Seat Geek plug and then I I took Chia once when we were in New York, I think, I forget, and my homegirl, um, Rachel, I also went with. You ever uh, hook up at a theater before? Like a movie theater? Yeah. That's the one thing I've always wanted to do and I never did. Can't do public stuff, man. No? Dick gets too soft, too much pressure. I love the, the public. The, oh my God. <laughs> I love it. The first time... <laughs> For, I shit you not, I don't even think I ever told this story before, but the first time I was ever offered roadhead as I was driving, I couldn't get hard. Really? Because I was too scared. Of, <laughs> I was going to crash the car because number one, you know that stereotype that Asian people can't drive? <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. I don't help it. I, I'm terrible at driving. I'm not that great. I have I actually, I realize every time we go somewhere, I drive. Yeah. I don't trust myself. Ah, interesting. Yeah. You're a way better driver than I. Oh, thanks. So it's kind of like, um, I remember I just couldn't. I couldn't keep it up because I was so scared. My palms are sweating. And I'm like, hey, okay, let's just park the car. <laughs> I, know, I know you want to do this weird stuff, but I, I can't do this. I, I definitely, I, I've been in that situation where I, I couldn't get hard during Roadhead, but I also have been in a situation where I was very hard during Roadhead because I love it. <laughs> I, uh, look, uh, to full transparency. How are you not scared that you're going to crash the fucking car? You just, you're, you just, you're careful. You know what I'm saying? You're careful. Um, of course, you can't fully enjoy it. Because you're concentrating on the road. That's but what also, I'm saying. That's why it's just it's just not that fun for me. I feel you. I love it. Um, I also, I just, I honestly, probably doing shit in public to bring it back to John Legend again. Um, let's go to the park. That's my shit. I want to kiss you underneath the stars. Um, I love doing shit in public. I'm talking about parks, the beach, um, public bathrooms. Uh, but I've never done it in the movie theater. But all other public shit is my shit. Mile High Club? Yes, no. Yes. <gasps> How did... Wait, okay. See, this is what you have to explain. <laughs> Number one, I can't. I'm too fat. <laughs> There's no space. There's no yeah. space for anybody. It helps with two tiny people, yeah. How did you do that and not... You don't... People People look. They go, oh, well, why it, are they in there? Here was the ideal situation. It was a red-eye flight, so everyone was asleep. Also, our seats were right next to the bathroom. So as soon as they turned the cabin lights out and it was close and it was like dark and everyone was knocked out, I like nudged and was like, yo. So I went to the bathroom first and then she followed and just kind of like 
bent over slightly, bent over the sink, banged it out, and like as quick as we could, went back to our seats. There is no space for anybody to bend over. <laughs> it is so. It's a, it's a slight t- bend. If I bent over, I would bust the door open. <laughs> like there's no space. That's fucking crazy. The benefits of being a tiny. Yeah, that's not gonna happen, dude. It's pretty no. I couldn't imagine it happening if you're bigger than me. No, that's not possible. It's just way too fucking small. You could barely take a shit in there yourself. Yeah, it's true. Oh my god, Tim, you have lived a very exciting life. But it's fun. It's a fun. It's a fun thing. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely. You know, I had my the period of my life where I just really I got off on doing shit in public. Yeah. I have anxiety, dude. I can't do it. I get, a, <laughs> I get anxiety, dick. Even like getting like head in at a park, like in when I park my car. <laughs> yeah, I just. I was just so scared. And guess what? Worst thing happened. We got caught. Really? Yeah. By who? Yogi the bear. (laughs) Only you can prevent force come. (laughs) No, but there's this uh, park slash pond in Sacramento. It's like this. Everybody goes there. Mm -hmm. But it was like late at night and we parked. But it's kind of located inside a neighborhood. So Mm -hmm. there's like patrolling around because they don't want people just parking their car there. Mm -hmm. Fucking no. Of course. And I was getting a blowjob. Mm -hmm. And then I hear the. Dog, mortified. Like, David, so <laughs> holy no, shit! They didn't man. know who the fuck I was, and <laughs> I was, I was like, a, just a starting out as a comic. But I got that fucking knock on the window, yeah. and then we kind of covered up the windows with like, because it was wintertime, uh-huh. jackets or the blankets that we have, so we could just fuck around. And I got that knock, and the guy opened. We had to open the door. I pulled my shit up, <laughs> and this fool looked at me, and he just smiled, and he just said. Just finish up. Aww, <laughs> and then he just cut, that was nice That's of him. a really nice guy. But I couldn't get hard again because I was mortified. <laughs> you could have, you know, that was a really nice guy. A, a, uh, an asshole cop could have given you indecent exposure. Um, all uh, he's security, though. He's not a cop. Oh, all right. Yeah. Let me tell you, one of my favorite things I've ever done. <laughs> smashing on a beach. Okay. And that's another question I have. There's so much sand. Well, we, we put a towel down. So, like, smashing on a beach it was dark. It was all. It was, it was, it was at a, like a, a you know. Um, it was like a like a vacation spot, right, on a beach. And then it's like, I had this moment, right, where I'm I'm hitting it from the back, and I'm looking out at the ocean, and I look down, I look down at like the cakes, and then I look up, and I see like the stars and the waves. And you started crying. Well, and there was a point where it's like. And now this is going to sound cheesy, right? But it's like you're doing something that's so primal and natural. And then you're looking at how beautiful the world is. And you begin to feel at one with the universe because you're like, I'm doing something that is like so natural and like this like connection to this other person. And now I'm looking also out at like the stars and I'm feeling like connected to the stars because I'm not looking at her in the face now. I'm looking at the ass. So now I'm like, intimately connected to my surroundings and I'm like and I felt like this like wow I'm connected to the universe right now and, and you just started crying and then I just I and then I came all over the place <laughs> and then you flipped around and said open your eyes I'm gonna come into your pupils <laughs> and it was beautiful that's that's really deep yeah yeah no I, my anxiety <laughs> would take over immediately who's there <laughs> Is anybody there? It's just a homeless guy jacking oh, off. It's like, 
Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop, I can't come. Don't stop, and can I have a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll give you a dollar. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, it was pretty dope. You had a really uh, spiritual experience without doing drugs. It, re- it felt that way. Like, like, like honestly, it really did. Did. That, did it feel that way for her, too? No, she was just like, get it over with already. <laughs> can you stop crying? <laughs> And just hurry the fuck up. Are these tears on my back or jizz? God damn it. It's tears. <laughs> just goes right into her butthole. Yeah, but you know, times are, I can't do that type of shit anymore. You know, it's like we're getting a little too, a little too known for that, you know? Oh, you'll be on TMZ immediately, dude. Yeah, like I'm not even, you know, I'm like, I'm not even famous, but it's like, you know, but we're at a, I'm, I'm at, there's a line, you know what I'm saying, where it's getting blurry, where it's like, Kind of now, if I go to certain places, I know I'm going to get stopped or recognized. So it's like, I do have to be aware of myself. I'll tell you this. I had this random thought the other day, <clears throat> and, I, and I really do think this. If I ever go bald, <laughs> I'm going to be the most physically fit man you have ever seen in your life. <laughs> There's no fucking way I'm going to be the fat bald guy. Then you could be like, they'll call, they'll call you Buddha. No. That's exactly what I don't want. And they already do call me Buddha. I don't even look like him. Which I just, I can't, because I don't look good bald. No? I, I don't. I need hair. It adds it adds shape to my already round face. Oh, you look like Jimmy Boy. <sighs> if you were bald. That is also, you keep saying things that people already tell me. <laughs> They're like, and they look at him and me and they go, oh, you're the evil version of Jimmy Boy. <laughs> and I'm like, how am I the evil one of Jimmy Boy? That doesn't make any sense. He's the evil version of me. <laughs> What the fuck? I cannot, I can't do it. I actually realized that my hair was like super thinning when we were doing uh, Send Foods. Really? There was a video when we were out in Florida and yeah. I noticed that my hair was really sparse <laughs> and I started freaking the fuck out. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? I can't be the bald fat guy. I cannot. I just refuse. And so I fucking changed my shampoo up and then my hair grew back. Really? Yeah, I found out that number one, I was shampooing way too much. Yeah. And then I was also just like ripping out my hair. Were you washing your hair like every night? I would wash it like twice a day. What? Yeah. For real? It was a habit that I had since I was a kid. Because oh, my mom would make me shower twice. Once in the morning, once before I go to sleep. Yeah. But, you know, I started reading up like you can't shampoo every time. Yeah. So I started shampooing every other day and use conditioner in between. Yeah, yeah. And then I, then my hair grew back. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had no fucking idea. I was I was the reason why I was going bald. That's crazy. I, I, you know, I am... Um... I definitely used to wash my hair every day um, until I started really growing it. Um, and and it wasn't because I thought I was saving it or anything. It's just I started getting lazy because I would like put product in my hair and it would look my hair would look good. And I would be like, oh, I don't feel like washing the product out and then doing my hair again. So I would leave it like a night or two mm-hmm. and then, you know, <clears throat> just wake up and comb it and you know put a little bit of water and it would be fine again you know what I'm saying so that was the reason why I would like start skipping a day or two and then when I really when my hair was long like down to my nipple um I was like there's no way I'm like I'm washing this shit every day and then just talking to people who'd be like oh yeah you know just just leave it you know what I'm saying and so and my the thing about my hair too I you know when I would put it in a little man bun and stuff so my hair is just like naturally pretty like silky. You feel me? Oh, okay. This guy here, dude. I fucking hate it when he talks about his fucking beautiful ass fucking tie ass hair, dude. Every time he would take off his hat and I would see it flow, I wanted to shave his fucking head because it was just so glorious. 
Like, look at this. There's no gap. You can't see his scalp even if you wanted to. Look at the, look how luxurious and luscious that is. So. That was under a beanie. <laughs> if I wore a hat right now, people are like, yikes, dude. Put that fucking hat back on. It looks like somebody chewed your head. So, like I was saying, like, when my shoe was long, it, bitch. I, I, I wouldn't wash it every day because if I washed it, it was just, it would get too, um, too soft. I couldn't put it up. <laughs> I hate this conversation so much. This is just literally, I hate this so much. Like, dude, I just, I stopped doing ab workouts because they're getting like too hard. <laughs> I fucking hate this so much. I'm over here, I'm Googling for hours how to keep my hair. I'm like, just please God, give me one thing. I don't want to be bald yet. There was a girl, a girl I know who was like so... I tweeted, no, she, we're talking about something. I was like, I was like, yeah, sometimes when my hair was long, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't use conditioner every time. And she's like, you don't? I was like, nah, because like, if I condition my hair, it gets too soft and I can't put it up. And she was like, dude, I hate you. <laughs> Here's another thing. I can't have a man bun, sumo. Immediately. <laughs> it's immediate. If I get a man bun, they're like, whoa, look at him. Looks like he went to his original profession. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had to. Here's the thing. I, I, I miss my man. I miss my hair a little bit. But like, and I always think my man bun looks cool. But every time I see a guy with a man bun on the street, I'm like, look at this fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks stupid. But I'm like, but my man bun looks great. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks fucking stupid, dude. Fucking... He would always unravel his hair, and I'm just like, dog, can you be a little just conscious of us guys here, dude? <laughs> Your hair didn't never look that thin to me, though. It, it was bad when we were at that time, and I only noticed because when the camera's on and light goes through it, half my hairs were, like, snapped off because they were so dry and brittle because I Damn. would over-shampoo it. And then now, like, when I – because and I noticed when I was in the shower, I would, like, put my uh, fingers through my hair. And then there would be like 12 or 13, 14, 15 strands of hair in my head. I mean, I get that too, though. It's because you have too many. <laughs> I don't have much. I lose 14. That's literally 14% of my hair. <laughs> and I'm just playing man bun, guys. I don't think you guys look stupid. Yes, he does. I just, I'm always looking like, man, he still got the man bun. But then as I got my man bun. <laughs> you know, in <clears throat> starting next week, it's fitness time. Is it? It's because I have a couple of weddings I have to go to and I refuse to buy a new suit. I can't. I got. I got. I got to lose the weight so I don't spend money. If you're going to fitness time, I go into fitness time. You know what I was doing for like a month that actually like. I mean, I didn't gain any weight. I didn't lose any weight, but I didn't gain any weight. Um, God, it was so annoying too. And I, and I talked about this before. Um, I was only eating like starchy carbs on the weekends, like mm. rice, bread, pasta. I was only doing that on the weekends. The only and then during the week, the only carbs I would get was like from fruit and vegetables. You know what I'm saying? But it was like God. It was like it's rough. It was because I, I was like getting like you know a little cranky. You look the same though from from the beginning seven foods that we did then till now. You look exactly the same. I went from fucking gigantic, <laughs> like damn near. Well, I was three hundred pounds in the beginning one, yeah, and then went all the way down to like 200, 198 around there. Yeah, and now I'm at like two twenty. First seven foods ever. Yes, you were probably the biggest I've ever seen you, and then when. Send Foods got acquired by Thrillist, probably the smallest I've seen you. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then you, and then it's now you're like a, a medium of that. Yeah, I'm like 20 pounds heavier than I was before, and that's mm. all that pandemic shit. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you this though, if you guys don't know, people lied to me. They said, "Oh, when you lose weight, do your libido through the roof." <laughs> Lies. I am. When I lost all that weight, I was too sore to be horny. <laughs> I, couldn't, 
I couldn't have sex. I was too tired. I was working out all the time. You just gotta lay there, bro. <laughs> It's gonna be like, girl, I lost all this weight for you. Go crazy. I'm <laughs> just like, listen, I can't do this. <laughs> when I was when I was fatter, I was way hornier. Interesting. I think I just had so much energy stored into my fat deposits. <laughs> I had to do something. To, I was way when I lost all that weight, no horniness huh. whatsoever. I was just tired. Well, I also heard that like a little bit of fat in your diet helps your libido, though. I, I've heard that as well. No wonder I was just walking around with a boner all day, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking poking at people's thighs. Isn't that funny? We'll walk around with boners all day until it's actually time to have sex, and it's like me. <laughs> So when I was in, I remember my very first girlfriend, right? Yeah. Like you're super excited about everything. Anytime they touch you, you're just ready to fucking go. Yeah. And we were at uh, Six Flags mm -hmm. and she was just, you know, holding my hand, but I'm just, I'm super young. I'm a teenage boy. Yeah. And I'm just like, you got to not touch me because my dick is hard immediately. Whenever mm. she would touch me, it was so fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. So I had to put my backpack and just hold it at the front. I'm like, I can't control this shit at all. Youth. 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 Youth dick was so annoying. Do you remember the first time you were you couldn't get it up for a girl? Yes, it was the uh the oh, road the head. roadhead. The roadhead mm. thing. I couldn't do it. Oh, and then also too, well uh, I had whis I got whiskey dick for the first time. Ah, uh, ah, uh, when that first started happening, I was so confused. I, I didn't know what it was. No, a homie had to tell me. He was like, "Oh, you were smashed drunk. That's why you can't get it up." Yeah. Something with the circulation and alcohol. I don't know what yeah. the fuck that is, but I felt so emasculated, bro. It happens until until you meet a girl who's like, oh yeah, I know. Like that one 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 time when that happened with me, this girl was like, this girl was. I was like, ah damn, my bad. She's like, she's like, no, no, it's a whiskey dick. You're good. And then she, you know, just gave me a little head and we we're good to go. She's like, nah, whiskey dick. I get it. And then was like on it, you know. And I'm like, I appreciate you so much. It's like when you get pressure, and then if you feel the pressure, you're not gonna get it up either way. Yeah. So you need that little hey, a little I reassurance. Get it. Yeah. How sweet of her. She was so sweet. Um, the first time I ever like just couldn't get it up because I thought this girl was so hot. And this is my first time I couldn't get it up in my whole life. It was a girl who um, I went to Paramount with like way back and like we had like PE together and this was like after high school and I'm like, I finally get to hang out with this girl after high school, finally. And she was like, she was hot. She was like a chola too. And like, like I'm talking about a chola that would like, she was like, <laughs> we'd be walking around during PE. She'd be like, nah, I beat that bitch's ass. Like, that's, <laughs> that's tight. Like, chill out to the max. Like, I told that bitch, like, nah, meet me after this school, blah, blah, blah. I beat her ass. Blah, so blah. you mean Mrs. Dake? <laughs> like, why would you say that to her? She's a teacher. I think this girl's name was um, Helen. And anyways, we were finally kicking it one day. And, like, she wasn't sure if I was serious or not. But when I was, I was like, yo, no, I'm serious. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm down, right? So we're in my room. And for whatever reason, I just could not get it up. And, like... And it was nothing, and, and you know, as a grown man now, like, or like, you know, oh, I'm married now, but as I got older and with experience, yeah, I would have been like, all right, let me go down on you for a little bit, and uh, you know, she'll probably go down on me, and then we would have been good eventually, right? But I was so frustrated with the fact that I just couldn't get it up, I just like lost all hope, and I was just like, ugh, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, and she was like, it's okay, we just laid there and fucking took a nap, and then I never <sighs> hung out with her again. It's okay, Tim. I would have <laughs> cried. And I would apologize profusely. I'm sorry. I am not a man. Well, bro, I was so affected by this shit. I talked to my dad about it. Oh, for real? Yes. I was like, I don't know how it came up, it came about the conversation. I was like, Dad, like I, I couldn't get up with this girl, like because it was really bothering me. And my dad was just kind of like, Ah, you're probably thinking too much about it. It happens. He's like, just make sure you don't let it get into your head. It could mess you up in the future. And I was like, oh, all it was right. funny. Like I'm pretty sure a lot of guys can relate to this too, but. 
when I started figuring out that I could use like my words or just be goofy to go ahead and talk to girls, nobody ever told me how to complete. Uh. You know what I mean? So there was this weird gap <laughs> where I could talk to women, but I didn't know how to take them home because nobody advised me on the last bit because right. I just knew how to make them laugh and feel like heard and important and we would have a good time, yeah, yeah. but I didn't know how to fucking like close the deal, wrap it up and it would, I would always get fucked over by that shit. <laughs> Lo and behold, this is years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. There was a girl who I thought was really, really fucking cute. And this is after I came back from um, UCR. I went to a community college in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. And at this point, because I wanted to be a stand-up comic, I was very, very conscious about not saying no to new experiences. And mm. that included dating. Because at that point, I only dated Vietnamese girls. Mm. So I'm like, you need to just open up your horizons and just date everybody. Mm -hmm. Right? So there was one girl who I thought was super, super, super fucking cute. And it's funny that you mentioned that is because I was so nervous because I could make her laugh. We would, we would have lunch after class or whatever, whatnot. She even came over a couple times and I just never could complete, partially because I was nervous and I just didn't know fucking how. Mm -hmm. Lo and behold, years later, um, she knows that I moved to LA and then she moved to LA too. She's married now, has a kid or whatever. But we met up when we had lunch and she was like, you know, I'm surprised like you never just like went for it. And I'm like, what you mean? And she was like, yeah, like I came over a couple times. You know, we you just never went after me so I thought you'd never liked me I was like I did I was just so nervous Ugh. I couldn't I couldn't do anything I yeah. didn't know how to close I didn't know how to go from the she's having a good time laughing to get naked please yes okay I'll, I'll tell you this last story I'll, going off that before we close it up uh, the girl I lost my virginity to she was older than me and I was and I and I also didn't know how to make the transition from I'm gonna go down on you to I'm gonna insert my penis <laughs> because my first girlfriend ever, when I was like 15, 16, all we would do is go down on each other, okay? Mm -hmm. And we were like together for like a year, so it was no awkwardness, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So this girl who I was like really into, and I had her at my, at, well, you know, at my parents' house or whatever, had a home alone, she looked all cute, and I knew she knew some shit was gonna go down because I told her, I was like, I really like pink panties, and then that day she wore some pink panties, I was like, oh, oh she knows what's up, right? I went down on her for like, <laughs> like probably like an hour and in my head I'm just like okay what do I do from here where do I go what do I say to be like let's have sex because I had never done it before Yeah. so finally after a fucking like seemed like an hour of going down on her I'm like so you think maybe I could you know get in there whatever I said was fucking corny right uh -huh. and she was like and she literally had to go because it had been a whole hour right yeah. she's like ah. Oh, Next time, I, I I gotta go to this thing. Like she had, she had something she had to be at. Also, my pussy is raw. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, I can't feel anything anymore. And then she was like, she was like, okay, but next time, next time. Needless to say, uh, f like just for a number of different circumstances, we never like hung out like that again, right? Mm -hmm. Um, until we until I ended up losing my virginity to her. But that's that's not the point. So, anyways, when I told her. Dude, I'm a virgin. Like after the fact, she was like, "That explains oh so my God, much." That's so funny. Cause she was probably just laying there, like, "Okay, this is great, but hurry the fuck up. Bring on the dick, bro." Goes <laughs> 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 over here. What we call cleaning the paintbrush for an hour. Oh, am I? It's like, is this? She, that'd be so funny. She actually fell asleep and she just woke up. <laughs> oh my God, what time is it? I have work. Yeah, like fucking Cinderella. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you for watching another episode of Dudes Behind the Foods. Hope you learned a thing or two about uh, taking life into your own hands and uh, m and and also believing in yourself, manifesting greatness, whether that be practicing your award show speeches or asking to insert your penis. Take charge of your life. Talk to yourself in that bathroom like a crazy person. <laughs> Accept that award that you haven't received yet. Uh, I finally lost my virginity. I just, I thank you. I want to thank dear Heavenly Father God for <laughs> giving me this opportunity. Uh, I'm Tim Shaw the Rock Zoom. And I'm David So. Thank you for watching. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share. Uh, rate it five stars on all your podcast platforms. We love you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Behind the food. Do, 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 do.